Let's talk with Dennis Martin. The podcast where we discuss relevant subject matters. So let's join today's podcast. I want to talk to you tonight about don't let it define you. Don't let it define you. Now, we're going to get into some things that it could be, but my main encouragement to you tonight is for it not to define you. Don't allow it to define who you are and where you are. Many times we are defined by what is said about us. Some things, as someone just said, uh, they use that name Candy Girl because there was a name that they called her grandmother and because she was a sweet woman. And that's great uh, in that instance. But then there's some people um, that they use words to define us that really don't define us. It doesn't define our character. It doesn't define who we are. It doesn't define anything about us. If anything, it throws something negative toward us and something negative toward our spirits. And so when you think about words and even names that people may give you that may define you, you can't allow what is said to define who you are. You can't uh, allow what is said about you to define who you are. It is very important that if you're going, no matter how, what, how, what age you are, if you're going to make it through the rest of this time, you can allow people to define you by their words. Uh, what is said about you don't necessarily mean that's who you are and what you are. All of us like good things said about us, but unfortunately, sometimes there are negative things that are said about us. And if you're not careful, you would allow it to define you. Sometimes we move through life with our life being defined by others. And I need you to get that because sometimes all of us have moved through life and whether it was when you were a child, whether you were a teenager, a young adult, whether you had got older, sometimes we move through life and we still have the memory of what someone said or their definition or they defined us. And we move through life with that definement of ourselves from others. And sometimes people, they don't mean no harm, but when they do it, they define us. We, we begin to take their words. And sometimes it all depends on who said. Sometimes people that are dear to us may say the wrong thing to us. And they may be saying something that may be nice or they thought was nice, but it wasn't nice. And so when you talk about being defined by these things and going through life and being defined by others, a lot of people, they do that a lot. They go through life defining everybody. Some of us know people that all they do is talk about who this one is and what they're not and the other and that. And we know that's not true, but some people have, they feel to themselves that, that I'm going to use church on this, they feel to themselves that they've been anointed to define others' lives and always define who others are and what they should be, what they are and what they're not. And so we find that a lot. And you've got to be careful that you don't go through life allowing people to define who you are. You, you can't do that. You can't allow people... Uh, others to take that type of control 
over definement of your life. And, and, and you need to understand that you can't allow others to take control over the definement of your life. Uh, because as much as we don't like to admit it, what, 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 and I'm going to say this because I, I need to say it, what people speak over you can affect you. And I need you to get that tonight. What people say over you can affect you. That's why you can't let their words and what they say define you because words have power with them. There's power in our words. And, and when you talk about the power of the tongue, when you talk about the power of words, matter of fact, uh, the, the Bible talked about the tongue is a, uh, uh is a, a deadly poison. It's, it, it's full of deadly poison. It talks about. And so there's power in our words, it even talked about being snared by the words of thy mouth. And so there's power in words. And whenever you allow people to speak words over you, to define you, they can affect you. And some people, we might as well admit it, some things we've carried for a long time since we were youth, since we were young, since we were kids, we can still hear at certain times the words rehearsed in our minds and in our ears of what someone said about us in their definition or them defining us. And we still hear them words and sometimes they affect us still today. Now, I know sometimes people uh, can can will say, well, it don't affect me, but some things still affect you if you're not careful. You still allow it to affect the way you are and and def affect how you act. And, and, and you always watch this. The reason you know it affected you even younger or whatever is because you're always trying to prove to others or you're always trying to prove to yourself that you're not that particular person, that you're not that one that they said you were and that they define you as. And because you've allowed that, sometimes you went out of your way to do stuff that you will never be able to accomplish. And what I mean, I'm not talking about goals or whatever, but you will never be able to accomplish and satisfy them because that's their definement of you. And if you take that, it will affect you and follow you all the way through your life. You'll be 60 years old, still thinking about something that somebody said to you when you were 13. You'll be 65, still thinking about what somebody said when you were 10. If you allow that to happen. And so you can't allow people to, to define you and speak over your life. And not uh, when you see that the words are affecting you, you've got to allow yourself to break away from the power of others' words, especially the negative words. Allow yourself to break away from the power of others' words. You, you can't allow yourself to stay in that place where their words will define you. Notice, you've got to say, I am not defined by others of what they think or say. Because sometimes it's not just what people say, it's what they think or it's what they give the perception of what they think about you. Sometimes people think that you're not on their level. You're not, you, you, you're not, you're not in their way. You're not, you're not on, on the same thing they are. 
And you've heard me say this many times. I believe that uh, when it comes to church, should I say, and it may be in corporate America also, I believe that church has really uh, uh, messed us up and, and we have really preached more division than we preached anything. We've caused some of this foolishness that we hear talked about in church because we we made people feel that, you know, if people are not on your level, you shouldn't hang with them. Well, I, I'm going to say it again. All of us, uh, there's somebody that thinks you're not on their level. I, I say it and I'm going to keep saying it. Those that are millionaires may think you're not on their level because you're not a millionaire. But then there are those that are billionaires that don't think millionaires are on their level. They, they don't they don't think they on on that. You know, they don't think they're on their level. Because they're not in the same uh, category money wise that they're in. There's some people judge you by where you um, where you live. If you don't live in, in a mansion here, uh, the spot here is in Buckhead. If you don't live in Buckhead behind a gated community or live, then people come and see your house and be like, child, they ain't, they ain't got nothing over there. They you, People can define you by their what they say and what they think if you allow them to because they feel uh, and have you feeling that you, you don't have it going on because you don't have what they got. And we do that a lot in in life. We do that in church. We do it a lot. We do a lot of places in church. We do it. Uh, preachers do it all the time. Pastors do it all the time. People that got uh, thousands of members look at those that may have a hundred members and say they ain't got nobody over there. Those that may have a hundred members look at somebody that may have twenty people and they say they ain't got nobody over there. They 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 ain't got nothing but a storefront and they they get through all them changes. And and if you're not careful. You will do everything, trying your best to prove them wrong. That's why some people have got into overhead debt, trying to prove to other people that this is the blessing of God. I can have just as much as you have. We got to stop letting people define us by what they say or what they think. I'm going to say it again when it comes to church, especially uh, the pandemic proved that all of us. We're in this on the same level. It did. It proved uh, most most people are uh, just now good at getting back to church. And then there's some people still ain't made it back to church yet. Churches are still not full like they were. Some of them are filled up. Some of them are still not full. And the pandemic put all of us on a virtual platform. And it proved all of us that we all had the same amount. And and I say I contend and still saying you can disagree with me all you want. I still say that every church, until we're filling up uh, stadiums like the football people, where they got 89,000 in attendance, or they got 20,000 at a basketball game, or, or 80,000 80, or 60,000 at a baseball game, and the place is filled up, I, I contend to you that all of us got storefronts, no matter how many members you got. Because the fact is, if if it's... Let's just, I'm going to use a small number. Let's say it's 10 million people in, in Atlanta and, and you got a thousand. You really just got a drop in the bucket. You, you got a small percentage of 10 million that, that you are dealing with. And so I say again, we can't allow people 
what people say to define us. You cannot allow what people say and do to define you. It's it's something you can't do. What they think, you, you can't let it define you. What they say, you can't let it define you. Because if you do, you're going to find yourself always, and I'm going to say this loud for the people in the back, you're going to find yourself always trying to do stuff, not because it's God, not because it's something that's going to better admit you or your family, but you're always going to be doing stuff trying to prove to people that what they say and think about you is not so. And I'm here to tell you that is going to be a miserable life. I said that. That's going to be a miserable life. Now, all of us should want to better ourselves. I'm not saying don't do that. But I'm saying if you're going to let people define you and try to prove and keep up, you shouldn't do that. Because I said something a while back, and and I'm going to say it again. And I want to tell you this. Sometimes the only thing, matter of fact, hold on, before I say it, I want you to get your ear real close. And when you hear this, I need y'all to, I need y'all to put this in the comment section. Get your ear real close because I need y'all to hear what I'm about to say. Sometimes the only thing that separates people that feel they've got all this success the only thing that separates them is money and opportunity. Or you can reverse it and say opportunity and money. Some people, all they need is an opportunity along with the finance. And you'll be surprised at what they'll do. Some people just haven't had that opportunity open to them. Some people have been fortunate, I could say blessed, where they've had opportunity open to them and they had money and they were able to do something. But then there's some that didn't have that, that thing to do that. But guess what they did? They made the best of what they have. And with the best of what they have, they've still been successful with what they have without all the stuff that they haven't been afforded. So understand you can't allow people to define you. Let's, let's move to the next one. What people say, watch this, can rob you of your confidence in yourself and in God's view of you. This is why you can't let people define you. Don't let it define you because what people say can rob you of your confidence in yourself. I need y'all to get that. What people say can rob you of your confidence in yourself. People have you doubting yourself about who you are and what you can do. You, you, you'll go to question yourself. They don't even have to question you. You question yourself. Can I do that? Am I qualified to do that? Just because they defined you, now they rob you of the confidence you should have in yourself. Now you find yourself questioning yourself, your ability to do. And now you 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 sitting there going, hmm, I don't know if I can do that. I, I don't I don't know if that can be done. But you you got to get to yourself and understand 
I can't allow people to rob me of my confidence in me. Now, I know some people say, well, you know, you, 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 you just, you, you're just stuck on yourself. You're arrogant. No, there's a difference between being arrogant and being confident. And I can't allow you by defining me to rob me of my confidence in myself. When I was, when I was coming up, I used to let people rob me of my confidence in myself when I was in school in different places. But as I got older, I began to recognize I got to have confidence in myself. I can't let people define me because if they define me, I'll be around here always depending on people and what they think and what they say for me to move to the next phase of my life and to do things that I know can be done. I can't wait on people to say who I am and all of that. And, and when you let people rob you, when they start defining you and rob you of your confidence in yourself, then they begin to rob you also of God's view in you. What, what, what God says about you, you no longer depend on that and believe what God says about you. Now you're trusting in the words of people and what they think and what they say and how they look at you. And you can't allow yourself. To let people do that. You, you can't allow yourself to do that. You, you can't allow yourself to allow that to happen, to take place where you just, uh, you know, that you, you can't move. <laughs> I mean, you, you can't do anything. You can't move because you are strictly locked in to what people's view of you may be. And so now the confidence in yourself is, is lost and the confidence of what God says about you is lost. And you, you want, you walking around here with no confidence in you, no confidence in God. You're bound to be a disaster. You're bound to not make it. You are bound to, to, to just sit there and, and, and always have your your life in the hands of others and you can't do that what people say how they define you can rob your confidence in yourself and in what god says i'm just about done you must know you must know who you are and whose you are i'm say that again you must know who you are. You got to know who you are. You, you can't be guessing at who you are. You can't be wondering at who you are. You, you can't be, it's like when you get a job and, and they make you the boss. You can't be around there wondering if you're the boss. You can't be around there guessing if you're the boss. You got to take charge and be the boss. You have to make decisions. You can't be around there doubting yourself and your ability. I don't want, I don't know why they, no, you, you, you got to know who you are in life, in, in, in church, in the corporate world, wherever you got to know who you are and you got to walk like you know who you are. Don't be walking around here. Uh, I always laugh when they talk about when we were coming up. Of course, Michael Jordan was the one we looked at. Michael Jordan, well, mine would go a little bit further than I'm a little older. I go back to, I go way back to, uh, <laughs> I ain't going to tell y'all before I go back. Anyway, yeah, I, well, I go back to Walt Frazier 
Earl the Pearl Monroe, uh, Willis Reed. I, I go back that far when you talk about NBA. That's way before the three-point line. I go back to Bill Walton. I go back to Dr. J. I go back way back Magic Bird. I, I go way back then Matt, then Michael Jordan Kobe. I, I go back that far. Well, we always used to laugh at at Michael Jordan. He had a, he, he, he walked a certain way. And we used to mimic his walk because it was a walk of confidence. He he walked like he knew he was he was it. And you got to act like you know. You can't be walking around here with your head hung down, and when you get around people acting like you know you don't belong, and you can't do that. You you got to get yourself up. You got to know who you are, and you've got to know whose you are. I belong to God. And I know who I am. And whenever you don't know who you are, people can define who you are. And watch this. When you don't know who you are, people can give you their identity. And when I mean their identity, they can give you an identity that doesn't really belong to you or define you. Because you don't know who you are. If you walk around here, if you, you don't have to tell me who I am. I know my name. If you never call my name, I know it. My name is Dennis Lamar Martin. And because I've got a son, Senior. Some people call me, my mother especially, and my uncle used to call me Lamar. That's what I, that's, they never, uh, well, they did, but then they, they just call me Lamar. They they don't call. They didn't call me Dennis. Hey Lamar, and so I answer by that name. They didn't have to keep saying Lamar, 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 Lamar. No, I know I know who I am. So I answer to that name, even if they didn't call me Dennis. Some people call me Martin. I answer to that name. I get like the people call me a lot of different names. <laughs> I don't answer to all of them. But I answer to the names that, you know, that I'm defined by or that I know who I am. And you got to know because you don't want people putting things on you that's not you. Don't let people identify you and define you by what they say you are and give you an identity. Know who you are. Uh, my grandson, King, he's three. And early on, I, 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 I don't know if we're going to have to. Uh, uh, well, ain't no need trying to break it. He got it now. When he was when he was about one, I used to call him. I used to say King Lamar, and I said that's King Lamar. Now his name is King. His middle name is Lamar, but his it is his name is like King Lamar like that. But then when he got two, I said King Lamar, and and so now when you ask him what his name is, he says King Lamar. <laughs> well, he knows who he is. You know, he knows his name. And so you you have to know who you are, and then you've got to know who you belong to. You got to know you belong to God, and you need to know that. That's very important. Know who you are, and no matter what setting you is in, know who you are. No matter what they put you, know who you are. No matter what group they put you in, no matter what environment they put you in, never lose knowing who you are. Always know who you are. All right. Well, let me close with this. I want you to do something. We always talk about meeting the challenge. I want to 
I want to challenge them. We're going to let's, 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 let's do this tonight. I want to challenge you to do something. Or what is that? I want to challenge you to say to yourself, I will not be defined by my past or people. I will not be defined by my past or by people. I need you to say that to yourself. I will not be defined by my past. Sometimes your past, my past, whoever past is not that great. But I will not because of where I am now, where I move to in my mind, in my emotions, in my mental state, in everything. I will not be defined by my past. I won't let my past define me. Neither will I let people define me. Neither will I let people put me in this box, in this category. I won't be defined by my past. Some of you, you, you can't let people of your past define you. You can't because some of us, you know, our past, if we let our past, because some of us were young, we did some crazy stuff. Some of us, the past, thank God for Jesus and the blood because we would be in trouble. But you can't allow your past to define you. You can't allow people to define you. Because people will always say, yeah, I, I know he's all right now, but I remember. People always remember stuff. I remember it was um, it was about 15 years ago. And they will give you a, people a whole background history of you. <laughs> I mean, tell your whole background. And when you meet people, they'll be like, I didn't know you you did that under you know, you'd be like, I, I I just met you. How you know that? Somebody done gave them a whole history lesson about your life. <laughs> I gave them the whole history lesson about you. Why? Because people will try to keep you defined by your past. Can't allow that to happen. My past is past. What's past me is past me. So I can't allow my past to define me. Neither will I let people define me. I'm closing on this. Always say this to yourself. Always keep this as a part of what you say. I am who God says I am. That's what you got to keep in mind. Don't let it define you. Don't let people define you. Don't let your past define you. Don't let the words that they spoke over you affect you. Keep telling yourself, I am who God says I am. And who knows us better than God? He knows who we are. When they found Gideon in the cave, they didn't speak to his fear, his doubts. But the angel said to him, Gideon, thy mighty man of valor. You've got to know who you are and you've got to know who God says you are and whoever he says you are, that's who you are. And I need you to keep that in your mind. I am who God says I am. I am who he says I am. I'm going to do what he's told me to do. 
because that's most important. And if you can get that in your spirit and keep that, you won't let people define you. You won't let people rob you of your confidence in your ability to see yourself as God sees you. That's why I ask God every day, God, how do you see me? Because that's most important is how God sees us. Because some people are never going to, some people, and I close with this really, some people will never see you or me or anybody else as anything good. And it's not that we're not good. It is the fact that they are watching us and looking at us from a contaminated sometimes spirit. It's like the, the story I've told you many times before of the woman that was looking out of a window at the lady that had sheets on the clothesline. And she kept saying, I wonder why she hung them dirty sheets out there. They yellow and, and dingy looking. Why, why, does she, why she got them sheets out there like that? And she kept looking and, and talking about the lady sheets until somehow she rubbed up against the, the window. And when she rubbed up against it, she rubbed some of the dirt off the window. And now she looked out and saw that the woman's sheets were white. It was a window that was dirty. And sometimes people can only see the bad in others and about others and define, put definement on their lives, not because the person is who they think they are, it's because they are looking from a wrong spirit, contaminated spirit, hurt spirit, disappointment in their spirit. And so they want everyone else to be like they are miserable. So they try to define you and try to break, break you and block your confidence. Don't let them do it. So my challenge tonight to you is don't let it define you. Thanks for joining today's podcast. If you would like to reach Dennis Martin, you can email him at ltdmpodcast at gmail.com. Please support the podcast, use the cash app, the dollar sign DLMSR. Have a blessed day.